नमस्ते एंड वेलकम टू वेलनेस बाइट्स विद गौरी वेर वी डिस्कस टॉपिक्स रिलेटेड टू आयुर्वेदा न्यूट्रिशन एंड वेलनेस द पर्पज ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट इज टू क्रिएट अवेयरनेस अबाउट हाउ वी कैन ब्रिंग अ बॉडीज बैक इन टू बैलेंस विथ वेलनेस ईच एपिसोड ऑफ वेलनेस बाइट्स कंटेन्स वंडरफुल इन्फॉर्मेशन ऑन फूड्स एट हेयर आयुर्वेदा न्यूट्रिशन फॉर माइंड एंड बॉडी health and well-being through this platform we will be inviting health and wellness experts sharing their wisdom and professionals from our community to share their mantra for fitness hi i'm your host gauri junarkar founder of ayun nutrition inviting you to get inspired by these talks to work towards your self-care stay tuned and keep listening to wellness bites with gauri Namaste and welcome to our show Wellness Bites with Gauri. Hi, I'm Gauri Junarkar, founder of Ayur Nutrition, and in today's show we're going to talk a lot about kidney disease and nutrition. In today's show, I have a very special guest. She's not only a wonderful friend of mine, but she is a highly specialized dietitian, registered licensed dietitian. She also is an author, a speaker. She's also an Ayurveda practitioner and a registered yoga teacher. so pushpa welcome to our show today and pushpa uh, tell us more about yourself and what makes pushpa unique okay gauri thank you so much for having me on the show i'm very happy to be here to talk about um, kidney disease and nutrition because that's probably the majority of my practice um i've been a dietitian for over 30 years my first job was in dialysis so obviously i got so much into it and i'm i've uh, been doing that for several years and of course i've also worked in other dialysis units and with the pd patients and all of that and the last 5 years i've been in private practice again majority of my clients are also um ckd that is chronic kidney disease patients in stages 3 to 5 so before dialysis and i've also um studied ayurveda so i inc- incorporate a lot of ayurvedic principles in my practice and as a yoga teacher i also use that a lot sometimes uh, for stress relief and and sleep and things like that that's absolutely great pushpa because i think you know a lot of people um you know they hear about kidney disease and things but they're not sure you know who to go to and then i'm i'm so happy to have you you know an expert on our show today so let's dive divulge a little more deeper let's go a little deeper in our topic today so pushpa what is kidney disease and who is at risk to get kidney disease okay so first of all let's start with what the function of the kidney is a kidney is usually filter the all of the toxins from the body through the urine output so there are a lot of toxins start to build up in the blood they i mean for, which comes mainly from the food that we eat then all of these is taken removed by the kidneys and uh, you know excreted out in the urine output now usually when a person has kidney disease their their kidney is not functioning uh, optimally so obviously they're not getting rid of a lot of these toxins and starts to build up in the blood and that's what we're looking for in the lab values 
and about 37 million uh, Americans are supposed to have kidney disease now. And the and before they end up on dialysis, there is a lot of things that you could do with diet and lifestyle so that you can prolong the progression and not really end up on dialysis as soon as a lot of people do. Actually, studies have shown only 4% of the people who go on dialysis actually go to a dietitian before that. So really, if they'd seen a dietitian before and learned a little bit more about diet and lifestyle, they could have actually uh, delayed the progression. Hmm. So that is really very interesting to know that, you know, nutrition plays such an uh, important role, especially when it comes to slowing down, you know, the progression of kidney disease. So Pushpa, um, I know we've talked a little about what is kidney disease and things, but, you know, a lot of times people do get in those, you know, the reports and things. So what are the lab markers for determining kidney disease and what are the different stages? Okay, so usually what happens is, um, again, just to, I just want to mention who are the ones who are at risk factor for getting kidney disease, right? Mm. The people who have had diabetes for many, many years or blood pressure uncontrolled for many, many years, or of course have family history end up with kidney disease. So they are the ones who should be really cautious. If, we, if they can catch it or you know, take care of themselves in the initial stages, then there's a good chance they will not get there. So usually we look at the GFR, the glomerular filtration rate. That's the, the rate at which the kidney filters the toxins. So if it is less than 60, then there's said to be in kidney failure. So 30 to 60 is a stage three and 15 to 30 is considered to be stage four and less than 15 is considered to be stage five. Now that's the stage where they start may see symptoms. Then the doctors usually tell them that we have to consider dialysis pretty soon because your numbers are getting lower. So, and usually we look at BUN and creatinine. BUN is blood urea nitrogen. Urea is the uh, waste product that is formed by when you break down protein. And same thing with the creatinine, animal protein, when you break it down, it forms urea and creatinine. So naturally what we, and, and if it starts building up at the blood, that means you know the kidney is not filtering all of these toxins. So what we can do is reduce the load on the kidneys by decreasing certain or reducing some of the, um, proteins and stuff like that that you eat in your diet so that you don't have this buildup. Hmm. So that is very interesting to know, you know, these different uh, biomarkers, the, uh, the lab markers you talked about, especially the BUN, the creatinine, and you talked about the GFR, you know, these being important for us to look at, you know, what is basically how the kidney function uh, is going on. The other question that comes to my mind is, um, you know, since you're talking about kidney disease and, you know, the process and the progression and things, how can you slow down uh, the progression of kidney disease? Is it possible? It is definitely possible. I mean, once you've gotten into re renal failure, it's really hard to reverse it. Um, but again, if you're very close to the 60, it's possible to reverse it. And I had one patient to do that, but again, that's not very common, but at least you can definitely slow it down by a few years. You don't have to, especially if you're later in age, a lot of these patients are older people. So if they're, you're like in your eighties and I've even had a 90 year old, then mm. there's a chance that you could just keep them at that same level rather than end up on dialysis because once you end up on dialysis, your lifestyle changes and then your diet changes. And in fact, you get, you know, you might get even worse. So we definitely want to take care of our diet and lifestyle right now when you can. Hmm. So that is that is uh, good to know that, you know, we can slow down the progression of um, kidney disease and um, the diet definitely uh, plays a very important role. 
Now, there's a lot of confusion out there. You know, a lot of times people are confused. You know, plant-based plant-based proteins versus animal-based proteins. You know, which are better? And again, how can one be better from the other? And uh, what are basically the benefits? Are there any effect on the kidney as well? Yes, there is. So actually, a lot of studies have shown that even if you cut down your animal protein intake by 30%, if you're, I'm talking about if you're a meat eater, if you're mm. cut down even by 30%, you can slow down the kidney disease quite a bit. So now in a recent conference that I attended, a lot of people talked about the plant-based protein moving towards that. So, and again, red meats, it's not, when I say animal protein, I mean anything like eggs or chicken, fish, red meats, anything. It's not just red meat. A lot of people have the conception it's only red meat. And again, red meat is also high in phosphorus, which is another metabolite that the kidney filters. So definitely that adds to it. But then the urine becomes really acidic when you eat a lot of these uh, animal proteins. So that's why when you switch to plant-based protein, it cuts down the acidity in the urine. It, again, uh, helps to also regulate blood pressure. You can also help you lose weight. So those are something great changes that would make a big difference in a person who eats a lot of um, animal protein. And I've had patients who, who are, you know, used to this traditional American diet, which is like eating three meals a day with meat in it and 10, 12 ounces a day, which is a lot for the body to process. Hmm. I mean, uh, definitely, you know, that is that is a wonderful insight. You just talked about Pushpa because, you know, there's, um, uh, when it comes to especially proteins, I know there's a lot of myths and things out there. And you talking about, you know, the plant-based proteins versus the animal-based protein and actually how having more actually, including more plant-based protein into your diet would actually help with actually, you know, the, the kidney disease and thing. That is a, a great insight. Um, since you have a background in Ayurveda, you're an Ayurveda practitioner as well. One of the things that comes to my mind is how do you use uh, Ayurveda in kidney disease? Okay, so uh, first of all, when I have a patient with a kidney disease, I do go through a lot of these restrictions. So a lot of, some of the restrictions are protein, as I already mentioned. Then we also restrict potassium. Potassium is another mineral that gets elevated in kidney disease. And if it gets too high, it can cause uh, EKG changes, your heart rate changes, and that could even stop the heart sometimes. So definitely I talk about all of those, give them these lists and all of these things. But remember, no matter what you eat, if you're not digesting your food properly, it really doesn't matter what you eat because even if you eat the healthiest food and your digestion is not working and, and a lot of the older patients have constipation and mm. problems with bowel, ha bowel habits, then definitely this even eating the best diet, it may not always help. So that is where Ayurveda has added that extra component for me because I've always talked about all of these diets and with my patients, but adding this extra component of Ayurveda, talking about digestion and making sure they're actually digesting, breaking, mm. metabolizing the food, and also having a good bowel movement every day. Because remember, some of the toxins are gotten rid of by the kidney, but you're also getting rid of toxins through the bowel movement. So if you're not having a bowel movement every day or every other day, then you're not getting rid of the, um, the toxins either. So we definitely want to work on both of these. And the other thing, of course, how you increase digestion is through spices with, in Ayurveda. And of course, as an Indian also, we are so used to spices. It is nothing new for us, but definitely um, for the, the rest of the population, spices is a new novel concept. I mean, of course, we do have some Italians for the basil, oregano, things like that, but there are a lot of others like turmeric, of course, has gotten a lot of um, press uh, in the last few years. But of course, there are so many other spices that can also help. And some of these spices like cumin and coriander can be like, diuretics. 
And kidney disease patients have edema, they have, they build water and things. A lot of them even take diuretics sometimes. So when you take these spices in the form of, you know, adding it to your food or as a tea, these can also help them go to the bathroom more. And I've also uh, wanted to mention with National Kidney Foundation, uh, dietitians have this uh, segment called Kidneys in the Kitchen. And one of those segments, I did this with uh, the dietitian from National Kidney Foundation, and we talked about uh, spices. I actually showed them the spices and how you could use spices in your own diet and also use it for like a uh, low sodium diet because sodium is a big part of uh, kidney disease as well. So how to make your own spice mixes? And we created like an Indian mix. We made an Italian mix and also had a recipe for a Mexican mix. So definitely I would check that out. It's on YouTube at, at Kidneys in the Kitchen. It's done by National Kidney Foundation. Maybe you could search my name. It probably will show up. And I will also, I also have a YouTube channel. I would definitely try to add it to that as well. Hmm. Wonderful, uh, Pushpa. That is great to know that, you know, one of the things you, you touched upon, especially the digestion, digestion and how digestion will be an important part when it comes to, you know, especially in Ayurveda, there's a lot of emphasis on uh, digestion and basically our, how we, we, in Ayurveda we say is we, we are what we, how we are, how we digest and how it basically can help with even the kidney disease, making sure that the digestion is in place. You also talked about, you know, adding spices and things. And you also mentioned your the resource, uh, which is uh, on the National Kidney Foundation. Um, I think it's a YouTube uh, video as well. And um, Pushpa, besides that, is, are there any other resources you can point out to? No, are there, there are other, other resources. Yeah, so there are, and usually the patients who come to me, they're looking for resources online. Now everything is online. People Google for things and things like that. Unfortunately, when it comes to CKD3 to 5, which is pre-dialysis, there's not a lot of information out there. There are like dialysis uh, companies like Fresenius and Davida, which put out a lot of information on recipes and diets and things like that. But the problem is those are all geared more towards the people the dialysis population. Now the mm -hmm. dialysis population is a different set altogether because their diet is not exactly the same. So for CKD, there's a protein restriction whereas there they actually add more protein. So um, it is, it's important to go to a, a, an expert or a dietitian who's familiar with these kinds of things and guide you in a such a way that will help you. And again, for your individual needs, your personalized nutrition, not just like a you know, general diet. And of course, we do have handouts. We've created handouts. I myself have created a handout uh, with our uh, Indian uh, dietitians um, uh, group in, in the academy. And of course, I've also uh, kind of tailor-made it for the local population as well. So definitely, again, these are all resources that we dietitians have, which we can talk about. It's always better to go to an expert to learn because kidney disease is a very complicated thing. If you do the wrong thing, you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. And just going on Google and looking at things may not be the best solution. It might be something to learn a little bit about kidney disease. But again, if you really want to help yourself, you should go to somebody who can help you and definitely i definitely agree with that uh, pushpa that you know uh, especially when it's a, with something with kidney disease which is a little more complicated having an expert uh, like a dietitian and pushpa you yourself you're a registered dietitian who specializes in uh, renal disease so having somebody like you you know guide them definitely can make a lot of difference uh, especially to take out you know there's a lot of overwhelm a lot of time there's a lot of fear and uh, to have somebody like you guide them, you know, step by step and letting them know how it, how you know, they can actually, when it comes to meal planning and things, when it comes to kidney disease, that makes a, will make a lot of difference. So Pushpa, uh, what wellness health tips uh, would you like to share with our audience today? 
Probably the only thing I would like to say is that watch, uh, eat mindfully, sit down and enjoy a meal. And that is something most people don't do in this Russian, uh, I mean, everybody's rushing around doing things. So definitely sit mindfully, eat your food, because that itself is going to help with your digestion quite a bit. And again, that is your time for relaxation. It's sort of like a meditation in itself. And once you start eating like that, you can actually improve your digestion and uh, help yourself. Because if the gut is working properly, you're going to be healthy. Absolutely, Gushpa. And thank you for sharing those um, wonderful tips because definitely, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on the gut health, especially with our digestion and things. And definitely when our gut health is in place, our health and wellness is in uh, place. So Pushpa, for your personal health and wellness routine, is there a particular routine you follow for yourself? Well, I follow the same, I mean, I follow the Ayurvedic principles. I eat my main meal for lunch, eat a, sometimes eat breakfast if I'm hungry. Otherwise, I might just go straight to lunch. And I had a very light dinner. And of course, I do yoga a couple of times a week. Um, I have a yoga class. And then the rest of the days I do my, of course, I do meditation and, and uh, yogic breathing every day. I also believe in yogic breathing. That's something everybody should do. It's more controlled breathing. And mm -hmm. a lot of the aging population, they have, have so much stress and anxiety and it really helps them. So that is really a therapy for myself as well. So I believe in that completely. So that's my routine. And again, I always pay attention to my body. I listen to my mind. I know what, if something is off balance, I like to fix myself right away before I get into any kind of problem. Wonderful, Pushpa. I mean, it's very inspiring to listen to you about your routine and how we actually bring in both Ayurveda and, you know, the yoga and nutrition all together. And especially not just for yourself, but also for, you know, the clients or patients uh, who come and visit you as well. Do you have any uh, update or any event, anything you want to share about your practice? So, I mean, I would uh, recommend you go check out my website, vpknutrition.com. So I have a lot of blogs in there. I have some recipes also for specifically for people with CKD, with low potassium and things like that. Some easy recipes using the Instant Pot. And I also have uh, just started a YouTube channel about three weeks ago, and I'm sharing a lot of information about just healthy eating, healthy living, how to understand your food, how to connect with your body, mind. It's called VPK Nutrition, Mind, Body, Healing with Pushpa. So definitely check out my YouTube uh, it's all short videos um, once a week I'm posting in there and you'll learn a lot of things to help yourself so it's more about being aware and helping yourself so definitely check out my YouTube channel uh, share it with others subscribe and again um, my website has all the information and also I have a booking page on there so if you want to make an appointment with me I'm doing a lot of virtual counseling right now so definitely if you're interested please uh, you know request a booking I can also do a free discovery call uh, which you can also book online Wonderful, Pushpa. So that is great to know, um, especially about the practice and how uh, people can con uh, contact you through your website as well. And to know that you have the YouTube channel uh, where you're posting videos so that people have more information about when it comes to Ayurveda and things and also for the kidney disease and things and some of the recipes and things you're posting. So that's a wonderful uh, resource. Absolutely uh, great uh, videos. And let me so that is wonderful, uh, Pushpa. It is, has been just great to know, you know, divulge more into the kidney disease, know more about, you know, the impact on uh, nutri nutrition has, what role it plays on kidney disease and things as well. And um, I mentioned earlier that, you know, Pushpa is an author as well. So Pushpa and myself, we have written two books. One is the Primer on Ayurveda. And second one is the uh, uh, Ayurveda and Yoga, A Path to Health and Healing. And Pushpa is going to show you both the books and tell us a little more about these books as well.
Yeah. Okay. So this is the first book called The Primer. And I hope you can see the picture. Um, this is a book that we wrote in 2018, but then we revised it recently to make it a bigger a version and a second edition. Added a whole bunch of things from our second book. And uh, so this is ma uh, geared mainly towards dietitians and nutritionists or health coaches, yoga teachers, or any healthcare profession who want to use Ayurvedic principles in their uh, practice. And so this has a lot of questions at the end of every chapter asking patients. Um, you know, what to ask your patients and things like that. So you can talk about digestion. Now, the second book that we just published last year in 2020 is called Ayurveda and Yoga, A Path to Health and Healing. And this is meant for anyone who wants to take care of their health, who want to learn more about diet and, uh, and lifestyle and yoga and all. Again, remember, yoga is not just doing a bunch of poses. It also has a lot of other components to it. So that's what this covers. Of course, we have a bunch of recipes in there, some uh, herbal teas, which is very co common in Ayurveda for healing. And also we have a bunch of spices, about a dozen spices. We've talked in detail about them. So of course, we also did a book launch, which you can go on YouTube and look at it as well. So these both books are available on Amazon and we would and you would learn a lot more. And again, my videos would cover these as well. And we are developing a course as well for dietitians. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Pushpa. And it is wonderful, you know, that you showed out the books um, you've written and things. So uh, again, just want to um, share that, you know, these, uh, both these books are available on Amazon. So make sure that if you are a dietitian, definitely the Primer on Ayurveda is a great resource. If you're looking, you know, just for yourself, knowing more about Ayurveda and yoga, the path to health and healing is wonderful. Both are available on Amazon and we would love to know more about, you know, once you have the book, you know, uh, your reviews and things about the book as well. So um, I would like to thank Pushpa today for being on our show and again, providing a lot of these wonderful insights, especially with kidney disease and nutrition. I know there's a lot of myths and things, a lot of fear, a lot of overwhelm out there. So definitely, if you have any questions and you want to reach out to Pushpa, make sure that uh, you uh, reach out to Pushpa. Uh, I will be um, having those links for you on our um, a YouTube uh, channel with uh, the links to you, uh, Pushpa's, uh, both the YouTube as well as a website, as well as a contact information. So if you need to reach out to Pushpa for consults and things, uh, you can definitely do so. So thank you once again uh, for coming on our show. It's been absolutely great to have you. I always learn a lot from you, Pushpa. Every time I talk to you, discussing with you, I, I just feel like, you know, I've always um, got a lot when it comes to, you know, any discussion, it's like you're like, a, what do you call, uh, the lot of uh, information that you have and a lot of expertise that you can definitely uh, provide as well. So thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you, Gauri. Thank you uh, for having me. Namaste. Um, and uh, hope, uh, you know, um, people learn a lot more by watching our uh, videos. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that is definitely uh, the goal here, Pushpa. And so for all of you, uh, keep tuning, keep listening to our uh, podcast as well as this will be available as well on our YouTube channel, which is uh, same as Wellness Bites with Gauri under Ayur Nutrition. And if you have any suggestions for us regarding more topics as well as more experts you would like us to bring on our show, make sure to do uh, contact us as well and uh, keep tuning and keep listening to Wellness Bites with Gauri. Thanks a lot. You can now listen to our podcast interviews and podcast episodes on our website, www.iunutrition.com slash podcast. You can also listen to these episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. These are also available on Spotify, 
Stitcher, and many more channels. You can also access our Wellness Bites with Corey episodes on our YouTube channel at IU Nutrition. So don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at IU Nutrition, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel at IU Nutrition.